0: Hey, on this episode of Sam and Chats, we are going to look back at a very, very historic Raw that went down last night. You're guessing, what are you guys talking about? Well, you're going to have to listen to the show and find out about that. Also, we'll touch on SmackDown that went down on Friday, and we will be looking at all the top news of the week. So everybody, strap in, and thank you for letting us into your ears. hey hey everybody welcome back to another episode of Samp and chance i am your host bobby sampson joined with me as always my man with the master plan mr chance michaels chance happy tuesday how are you my friend
1: doing pretty good yourself
0: can't complain here we are the week has begun again and school school is in full effect now so how's how's the yeah. first week of school going for the kiddies
1: so far so good yeah
0: seem to enjoy it good 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 yeah awesome awesome All right, so let's get into it, man. Uh, Raw last night, kind of historic in a way, huh? Since the time of Capitol Wrestling, it's its inception to becoming the WWWF to the WWF to the WWE. And now, officially, the last episode of Raw, completely controlled by the McMahon family, has come and gone. Your thoughts?
1: Yeah, that's true, but he's still in control. He just has somebody that is technically ahead of him. Uh, the Ari Emanuel, but he's still the boss. He's still the chairman of the board. Thirty-four percent stock owner. So, but yeah, you're technically right. McMahon could be overpowered now. It's, like I said, you couldn't even really tell. I mean, it was a good show. It wasn't bad. But this is even bigger and better going forward. Better for their business. Better for their brand. They open up this on the stock exchange day. TKO is officially you can buy into the company. It's a hundred bucks a share, which I probably will do a couple a uh, couple shares of that tomorrow. I didn't see it on my app out here yet, but there's there. Uh, it's coming, so I mean McMahon's still a boss. I mean, he's still get still in charge. So yeah, it was good. It was a good raw. Like I thought he should have come out there or something, but he was remotely he was back there working on it. But I mean, yeah, things changed. He made money. He moves forward and UFC and WWE are one under the TKO. So i wish him all the best. People yeah, think I, there'd be a big change, but there's not gonna be big changes. Because what I what I'm saying is look at they own W they own UFC, didn't make any change. Let Dana run the show. They step back. They may have their input, but they let the the people do their thing. And this guy's Vince's friend, same thing here. You won't even notice it.
0: Well, I think ultimately the product, well, the product, I don't think it's going to change. I think most of the effect will be felt in the uh, back, you know, in the corporate side of it all. Um, So we'll see what happens there, but I I bet we won't even hear about what happens there. You know what I mean? So, uh, well, that means one good thing that came out of last night, raw, that we finally realized that the hiring freeze is finally over. We'll get into that but let's start off with the show itself man show opens up with jay who comes out to this rock star kind of um you know
1: mm-hmm. a
0: greeting from the fans and uh i like the story here i see what they're trying to do i mean here comes the guy not just from smackdown but a guy who basically ran buckshot on everybody with his brother and cousin for yeah. the longest time right and it's kind of like okay guys i you know so trying to find his place and of course you know the devil's in disguise the um Judgment Day is there to kind of greet him and try to bring him on board with them. Yeah. Um, so he cuts, comes out, talks about, you know, whatever he's talking about and Kevin Owen comes out and says, you know, you shouldn't be calling this, you should be calling this Kevin Monday night Owens and yeah, uh, judgment day comes out. So they have the impromptu tag match, not a bad match for what it was. Okay. I mean, you know, great talent, you know, the guys worked really well. Uh, and of course, to further the storyline, the accidental um, switch in music, uh, you know, that that kind of did it and now Jay, you see Jay walking in the back and everybody's, you know, nobody likes him and interesting. Uphill battle to see what they do with this.
1: Yeah. That was a decent decent opening segment.
0: It was a good match, right? I mean, you know, yeah. for what it was and everything, you couldn't go wrong. Uh, All right. So match number two, Mrs. Miz versus Tozawa. This is just to further the match that's going to be taking place this week on SmackDown against LA Knight. I think I'm looking forward to that fight. It should be fun. Uh, But Miz comes out here to kind of avenge the loss that he took to Tozawa two weeks ago. Easily done. Avenged. Everything is everything. Average match. I mean, this was, you know, look, it, it was just basically a match for the Miz to kind of build the story, right? Yeah. And kind of, you know, sell it up a little bit, get people to tune in on Friday for SmackDown. So, I mean, it it is what it was. It was all right. Uh, Raquel Rodriguez Rodriguez is in the background. She's getting ready. Um, Chelsea Green comes in and offers her a spot as a new partner. No, sorry, Shayna Baszler. I apologize. Baszler is doing an interview, and Chelsea Green comes in saying, hey, do you want to be my tag team partner because Piper's broken or she's injured? I didn't know she was injured. I didn't know she was even on the... No, I had no idea. Record.
1: That was news to me also.
0: Right, but I guess they're just kind of playing it into the storyline where Chelsea really doesn't want her to be her partner. Kind of cool what they're yeah. doing with it. I like it, right? Yeah, um, I'm
1: out of
0: it. It's kind of fun. So, you know, there we go. Chelsea and uh, Shayna are going to go at it later on tonight. Kind of interesting yeah. dynamics there. Um, What was next of that night there? Uh, all right, so the Imperium celebration for Gunther and the intercontinental title pretty standard stuff uh my favorite line of the whole thing and I don't think it's real true obviously it was funny it's like to all the other champions you contributed absolutely nothing you know just like just shitting on all of them and what's funny was his
1: character right I love it
0: but what I loved is the fact that Wade Barrett a five-time intercontinental champion was commentating I thought he would have had a bit more to say but you know Interesting, yeah. interesting. I'll come, Chad Gable, uh building off of last week. His kids crying in the front row. I like Chad Gable, man. He's
1: really, I yeah, really entertained by him.
0: Oh no, he's fun, man. He's good. Yeah. I mean, I think I w- I won't go as far as to say he is, but he's the closest thing to this generation's Kurt Angle.
1: Yeah, I don't think he's quite got the talent, but yeah, I know what you mean. Closest we're gonna get.
0: Yeah, yeah right. So, and, and he is talented, though, right? Oh, he's I mean, good in the ring. He's good. he's good in the ring. I mean, I think. Angle just had a little bit more to him, but, I mean, he wasn't that far from Angle in the ring yeah. at this stage of his career, right? I agree, yeah. And, to be fair, I think Gable's probably healthier. Probably. It's too bad
1: Angle didn't have all those injuries, because those guys could have a great storyline together.
0: Man, I tell you what, if if we think about technology and just the way everything is today, if, if that was available to Bobby Orr, you know, things you know. would have been different, right? I'm just saying, yeah. it's, just, it's just the cycles, oh, right? Yeah. So it's unfortunate. Like, I mean, and you would think that in the 90s and the early 2000s, the investments in technology and stuff would have been better, but I guess he did enough of that damage before time, right? So, yeah. you know, wrestling in the Olympics with a broken neck, I guess that doesn't really help your healing.
1: Well, I got to say one thing. Thanks for yeah. bringing that up. Yeah. When I was, uh, went with my son to, um, went with Range to the, there's a car show
0: yeah.
1: on Saturday that Jerry invited me to. We stopped in for maybe what, an hour after hockey. And, uh, one of the people, I won't say his name, but one of the people that work in the track says to me because he knows my son plays hockey. He goes to my kid, "Do you know who Ryan Whitney is?" And obviously, Reigns goes, "No," because he's our age. I was like, "Oh, he's you know, he's a decent player. You know, played with the Oilers, Ducks, and stuff like that. He's got that Spitting Chicklets podcast. He's the number one hockey podcast. He's like, he's up there, He's up there in the booth." So I said, do you, want, "Do you want to meet him? You want to go see him?" He's, no, "I don't want to." Okay. Well, twenty minutes later, we're going to get a pop and a hot dog. Guess who's standing right behind us? Hmm. Ryan Whitney. He said, do you want to get a picture with him? you want to meet him? He said, I want a picture of him, but I don't shake his hand. Said, okay, so Ryan turns around and says, hey, Ryan, uh, I play hockey too. Uh, you have a podcast, my dad told me. He's like, yeah, a little guy. He shook his hand or whatever. It was a cool nice. guy. So channel, whoever listening has listening to the Spitting Chickens podcast, if you like hockey,
0: it's fun, it's entertaining, check it out. No, check it out. But before you yeah. check that out, make sure you check out us. Yeah, so- yeah absolutely. <laughs> I right, slipped right. my card, eh? Oh, nice. Very good. Very cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, brother. So let's get right back Move here. On. Uh Drew McIntyre and Xavier Words exchange words. This is the storyline that's kind of being built up. I think Drew's kind of going heel here. Don't you see it?
1: He's going heel and he's fading down the he's fading down to the mid-card here. I noticed too. He's kind of sliding down with the program with Xavier Woods. He now well, he's too thrilled. That I, I, because he was saying he wants a top program. I guess they're not giving it to him.
0: Well, maybe this is his route to the top program, right? I mean, as a heel, so sometimes in order to kind of finally make that full shift and you know build that character up again, sometimes you got to tear it down a little bit to build it right back up, right? So that's what I kind of see what they're doing with him. Um, you know, he's too valuable. He's too valuable, in my opinion, to be wasted the way it looks like it might be. I, but don't, I don't think he's
1: going back to the top. I think he's going to float mid card and kind of fade away. That's my take, but I could be
0: wrong. Well, I, I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to air book this. I'm going to earmark this episode so we can go back and look at it mm-hmm. in a few months. But I think, I think the other way. I think they're just kind of building him up could be. to become a heel. I mean, again, what we saw last night was an edgier McIntyre, right? Yeah. Um, a little bit more aggressive, a little bit more ruthless, a bit more of a heel look to it all. Uh, just in his movement and just the way he he portrayed himself. So maybe, like you said, maybe this is what it is. Who knows, right? Maybe. But the reality is only
1: certain was only a few spots of thought not everybody can have him. Some people won't be happy with it. Just the way it goes. It sucks, but that's well, the business. Well, let's doing, right?
0: let's look at raw let's look at raw right now. Who would be the top heel? I mean, outside of Shinsuke feuding with 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 um with Seth right now, yes. who who is the top heel there? Gunter, Intercontinental it's hard to say Champion, these right? Guys
1: bounce from show to show, right? So you don't. Well, roll. no, the, for know, the most part, they've been
0: pretty good since you know, this Miz draft. Miz is on
1: SmackDown. Miz is on Raw. He's a top heel.
0: Right, right, right. But I mean, he's a top heel on. Yeah, I guess he could. That's but what would, I mean, you, would you put him in the top programs right now?
1: Miz. Yeah. Well, if he's feeding Dolph Night, I guess it's the top program almost. Well, second top program on SmackDown behind Roman Reigns.
0: But what's so, Roman even doing right now? He doesn't even have an appointment for anything. He's yeah, kind of... Right?
1: Or payback's next, so there's no there's no rush to bring him back.
0: So no, no, series no, 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 no. I'm not saying there's there's a rush to bring him back. I, I don't anticipate to see the man wrestle again till Crown Jewel in Survivor Series, right? I mean, yeah. but the reality is, like, he's got nothing going on right now. Like, I mean, I guess he got the bloodline stuff. But, I mean, from that perspective, even, it's kind of... Which
1: I like that. I like that. Because the less you see the top guys, the more... When you do see them, the more special it feels. So I yeah. like that when
0: do that. No, got no issues with that at all, man. Yeah. None at all. Anyways, the match was pretty much what you expected. Good match, though. Good showing.
1: It was, yeah.
0: From both guys. But at the end, Drew pulled it off. And uh, Drew
1: always puts on a good match. And he's never lazy. and He works his butt off. Every time he's in the ring, he gets 110%. Some guys get lazy. Drew yeah. definitely never does, which I appreciate about him.
0: Well, here's the one thing I will say about Drew. If he does have a chip on his shoulder, I think he's one guy who deserves to have that chip. If you think about the time and you know it kind of made me think after what what Xavier said to him in the promo leading up to the match where he said, "Oh, I I get it. I see why you're you're feeling the way you're feeling," you know. Mm-hmm. Kofi Kofi got his his WrestleMania moment in front of 80,000 fans or whatever the case may be. <laughs> and yours was in an empty performance center. Right? But but here's the thing, man. I mean, as as hard as dark as that time was for everything I mean to be able to carry the company as world champion with with no reaction to work off of, right? That that's hard
1: to do, especially in a business like wrestling, with all you do is
0: absolutely, off your, you know? absolutely, right. So I mean, I don't think he gets enough credit for that, and I, personally, I feel bad for him that he didn't get a chance to carry the title. Well, when, when he
1: first came in, McMahon said he's the next the next thing. Then he cut him. And he went to the Indies and he came back and got the belt. So he's had a long journey. He's earned He's earned what
0: he's got. He's earned he what gets, he's got. But what yeah. I'm saying is I think he earns to hear that crowd reaction, which he didn't get.
1: Yeah, no, I hear you on that. Right?
0: And now I think that's just a personal shoot in his own head. I could be wrong. I'm not in his mind. But, I mean, yeah. if I was him and if I had some sort of, um, you know, gripe yeah. or something yeah. like that, you know, that would be it, right? Like, you know, yeah. give me a chance with this. And maybe this is the way back to it. So let's see. We don't know. Yeah, we'll see. You Could be right. We'll keep it. Keep our fingers crossed. So Chelsea versus um, Shayna Baszler. Shayna pretty much beats the shit out of her. Let's just (laughs) call it what it is. No, She she Uh, took her school. Yeah, yeah. Piper comes into the ring and you know tries to to take over that way with her, and uh, there she is, man. Zoe Stark. I see a new tag team forming here, man. These two girls.
1: Same thing when I seen that.
0: I'll be honest, man, right now, pound for pound, those two girls could beat the shit out of any girl in the back.
1: Yeah, without Rhonda around now? Yeah, absolutely.
0: Right? Yeah. Wow. That's a pretty strong-looking tag team, man. That's kind of menacing. Those are tough ladies. Right? I'm not saying they are, but they kind of remind me of the Road Warriors women version.
1: Yeah, I can see that.
0: Right? It's just yeah. the toughness <laughs> in it. just the yeah, toughness we'll alone. On that. All right, let's move on here. So basically we get uh, Finn Balor comes up to, Finn Balor comes up to Jay Uso in the back and says, hey, hey, no, I'm not here to fight. You know, just po- picking away there, picking yeah, away. Yeah, the barrier. But yeah, no, nothing. Imperium versus Alpha Academy to Masa Champa. So basically what happened was, we forgot to mention this very quickly, Gable comes out, he's talking about the family, this and this, and he gets into the ring. They start beating him up. Otis comes out. Unfortunately, he starts getting his ass kicked. And after Otis gets his ass kicked, Tomasa comes out with the chair, saves everyone. And here we are, six man tag. Yeah. What do you think? It was a good match. Yeah. Yeah. I love the ending there, man. I mean, I, I have a feeling make they make, them, do, make him Vinci tap out there. Yeah, in front yeah. of Gunther and the way Gunther is, man. Like, that's the what I can count four times now that Giovanni's not made him happy here. <laughs>
1: There'll be trouble in the trouble in paradise there with those guys soon you can see it coming.
0: It's kind of funny. you know who I'm waiting to come up to the main roster Who's that? And, gu- and guys and girls, if you, if you if you don't watch NXt, watch it, uh, Ilya Dragunov. dragonoff. have you watched mm. him? Have you seen him at all? Yeah, yeah, I him have. and Gunther have had some amazing crazy matches, man. He might
1: come up there sooner than later.
0: well, I would be interesting to see if, like, okay, because if not many people know the history of NXt Europe and whatnot, no, you know that would be. A great way to get a De Vinci and bring this guy in, who's even crazier than Kaiser.
1: Yeah. I think he'll get there eventually. Next six months, we'll see him up
0: there. No, for he'll sure, for shot. sure. So solid match, not a problem. I like the ending yeah. here. Both guys uh, were in submissions, but Giovanni taps with they're saying, no, no, don't tap. Good ending there. Good ending there at all. Um, all right. So here we go. We're here. At the main event of the evening, it is Rhea Ripley versus Raquel Gonzalez for the women's strap. The ladies are closing out the show. Pretty good match, man. I yeah, mean, was good. the match was pretty solid. I think this match was probably better, in my opinion, than the one at the pay per view. Just for 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 what it was, you know. I just I thought I enjoyed it more. I really, you know. But the ending, I, I had that no one. idea. No, nobody cool. did. That's
1: what makes that this good match because we didn't see that coming
0: right nobody saw this coming naya jacks ladies and gentlemen who's been out of the company since november of 2021 she did make a return for the royal rumble earlier this year but that was just a one-off now we know that she has been signed for over a month so again the the the, uh hiring freeze is lifted so talent can now you know potentially start seeing stuff happening again yeah. Uh, I guess with the merger and everything complete, I'll let you on to this man. If you didn't already know, bringing her out was McMahon's idea. He I was going to say
1: that's Vinny, and I got I can I don't know, but I can guarantee you, Vinny and uh, Phil Brooks have probably talked on the phone already.
0: Probably they're,
1: friend, they're friendly.
0: No, look, McMahon can separate business and and pleasure, mm-hmm. right? And that's the one thing that some of these athletes in, in professional can, yeah. wrestling can't do. Right. We've talked Even about Even in the indie it. scene, I
1: see all the time in the scene. These guys are such pretty madonnas and babies. They don't separate the person, like you just said.
0: No, they don't, right? I mean, and it's just kind of like you 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 know, we we've talked about it. There, they're there are guys that we grew up with that admire that are in our top fives. Yeah. That live the life, you know, they basically live what we see every yeah. day. It's that's oh, yeah. not it's not a show anymore. It's become a reality.
1: Yeah, that was cool. How Nia came up because she hasn't been, like you said, in two years. I mean, nobody—you could have broke down the show a thousand times on one person would have guessed Nia Jax is coming back for that match. Nobody. That—that that was cool how they did that.
0: But I like and a good way to end the show too. Well, it's cool though because I mean, hey, she's mm-hmm. she wiped out Rodriguez. Yeah. Then she wiped out Rhea. So this is the question now, and I loved it. It's like the mm-hmm. cliffhanger. Are you? What are you? Yeah. Who, who are you fighting with? Mm-hmm. Right. So.
1: She's been gone two years. It's a long,
0: long time. So good for her. And she looks great. She does. You know, she she's what has she been um, doing the whole time? She was hurt or what? Dude, she she wasn't hurt. She was just doing her thing. I mean, honestly, she she wasn't really doing much of anything, to be fair. I think she was working on her diet. I think she was working on some little things here and there. I'm only guessing. I don't know what she was doing. Because I mean, again, all of this is so fresh, it just kind of happened. Yeah. So
1: now that this merger's happened now, you know, Vinny and the boys want to impress, you know. The, the, the head guy, I think I I got a feeling like I'm 80% sure we'll, we'll see CM Punk in the next year. I I'm think we're gonna, or something. I think it's almost inevitable to finish his career off and right well, off in the sunset.
0: Everybody comes home. Yeah. Ultimate Warrior came home. Bret Hart. Bret Hart of all. Okay. If, 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 <laughs> if, if Bret Hart was the Bret Hart of our generation in terms of mm-hmm. all the nonsense and controversy. Then CM Punk is this generation's version. Absolutely. Right? And again, everybody comes home eventually. Yes. Right? Like, I mean, Hogan did it. Hogan. Jeff Jarrett.
1: Jeff Jarrett. Right?
0: Hey, Hogan. Even Jarrett,
1: when he's at AEW, I can see him doing a couple things with WWE at the end.
0: Look, at the end of the day, Jericho's probably the smartest of them all because he sees the value where he can go, right? If Vince isn't going to use you, you have – Vince has given you enough. Mm -hmm. A guy like Jericho can do what he can because even if Vince doesn't want to use you, he's given you enough that you can go anywhere else and build your character any way you want and do what you want. Absolutely. How many guys are in Jericho's position in the industry?
1: Probably the only one, man. Right, McMahon let him come on that. Was it whose podcast? A Stone Cold? Stone Cold, yeah. He's another company, so that's you know.
0: So there you go. But it just shows you the value that McMahon has for people. Like, so look, look, you know, it's like you did, like we were talking about Drew McIntyre earlier, correct? Mm. He had to let him go to become who he is to come back. Yeah. Right. Sometimes you Vince will bring in these guys as young and green, you know, almost give them a taste of what's to come. Yeah. But it's not time yet. Now get the fuck out. Yeah. Go learn and come back. Appreciate everything you saw so you know what you're coming back for, right? In yeah. that way. Another so, thing
1: I noticed that Vince has been sprinkling on the show, as soon as he came back from that surgery, what are you hearing the commentators say? What are you hearing Austin Theory say? They're calling John Cena the greatest. The ring are the greatest of all time. Vince is really pumping that up. Eh? You know what's
0: yeah, oh, no, I'm not 100%. saying that he
1: is or isn't, but I've noticed yeah. that are really hammering that home.
0: I think I think a lot of it is Vince. I think a lot of it is is the crew with them as well. Like mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, it's not wrong in what he's saying. I mean, in essence, it kind of makes sense, right? I mean, look, I, I'm not saying he is the greatest of all time, but if you just look at you know numbers and just the way it all kind of played out, I look at the longevity of him. Right? Pretty impressive. Like, but Hogan had his impact, absolutely. No one like you know, Hogan can always be. Like it's hard to argue because I will always say Hogan is the greatest of all time. Me too.
1: Yes, he he's right? most popular. You take Hogan's face and show him to anybody, seven-year-old lady, ten-year-old okay, kid—that's Hulk Hogan. John Cena doesn't quite have that face recognition like Hogan does because he got the blonde hair, the big guy, right?
0: But 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 I think it transcends that for me even more. Like if I may, if I could break it down, yeah, right. I, I, I look at it from the perspective when I look at Hulk Hogan, the fact that you and I are sitting here. You know it, again, McMahon is McMahon and he's the one he's the catalyst for it all
1: yeah, he's the brains yeah, yeah.
0: but without Hogan, the rock and wrestling, WrestleMania 1, the one million dollar that McMahon paid for the company this endeavor TKO merger all of it UFC what' wow. not here. We're, well, we might be sitting here, but we might be talking about something else. Who knows, right? Yeah. But the reality of it is, it's like those are the two men that provided everything we have today, and not to take away from Macho Man and all the, all, all the guys that were part of that crew. You know, Andre I think had a huge role to play in it too. But as big as Andre was, and we've studied him, we 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 followed mm-hmm. his career all the way to Grand Prix Wrestling in the seventies and stuff like that, right? Not even Andre was as big as him. No.
1: Another thing Hogan doesn't get enough credit for, you could say he's the greatest heel of all time, and you could say he's the greatest face of all time. We didn't do that NWO stuff. He shook the business up again for a second time. John Cena never did the heel character. I'm not saying he could and he'd kill it. He didn't really do it like Hogan did it. He did it for John, a little while when he first came, but not like
0: that. Well, no, John came out as a heel well he came out as a face that failed Then, when he started his whole hip hop guy thing you know he was heel and that just basically morphed and evolved into a face you know people started mm-hmm. loving it um, when it was time for him to become a heel and that's what that whole thing was about him wearing the NWO shirt in yeah. the way Bryant match was a play on all of that because he was ready at the oh, yeah. very last minute when he was supposed to walk through that curtain and be turned McMahon stopped him they're not happening. The merch is too much.
1: Yeah. It's too popular. And plus, he does all the Make-A-Wish Foundation stuff. You can't have him as a jerk.
0: That's no, part the, of this too, right? Yeah. And the merch is too much. Right? So.
1: Still to this day, if you go to a show with John Cena on it or coming out, his shirt's the number one seller. Even when I was in Edmonton, he wasn't even on the wrong. He's still the number one selling shirt.
0: Well, there you go. Right? Crazy. And you were in Vegas and you saw Saint it for Saint yourself Saint there. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, ultimately at the end of the day, McMahon knows what he's doing. I get it. I know, like, you mm-hmm. know, um, but I'm curious to see, like I said, I don't think the product is going to change much, but I'm curious. Cool. To see, I'm curious to see how the product changes in terms now that they have another entity to work with in the UFC.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. Is there going to be, I'm I'm curious to see about the cross-platform stuff. Does Connor I don't think show, Dana White's
1: want any part of that.
0: Yeah. But does Dana White really have a say? Technically, no, you know, right. Was right because if me. you look at the hierarchy of power, which is ironic enough, okay, Arlie's at the very top, he's yeah. the top, top dude, which is weird to say that Vince isn't sitting there. You know what I mean? I know, this I is know. this is the what I mean about that historic feel to this whole last raw. Like,
1: yeah,
0: no mention of it on the show, nothing, but those who know saw what we saw last night was the last ever fully controlled McMahon show.
1: Yeah, even though Vince will still control everybody, Ari Ari yeah, could still yeah, technically yeah, yeah. fire
0: him tomorrow. Technically, really technically he could, right? But yeah. that's what sits there now, mm-hmm. right? So if Ari doesn't like an episode or he doesn't like a character, you know, he could basically squash it before it he starts. Could. But I don't. He I really could. don't. He won't, think that's but he could. He could, right? But it's always there. How that's smart awesome. that
1: McMahon is! coming to one of his good friends. <laughs> she, nobody's seen that come. That's genius.
0: Well, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it, but here's it the does. thing, man. But you have to be at certain levels to be able to do that with friends of that level. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So,
0: absolutely. you know, it kind of works out, right? Um, yeah, but true. yeah, man, that that's basically it. I mean, there's not much more we can say here. I mean, news-wise, not much is going on. This is the biggest story of the week. This is the biggest story. I
1: did the first show with Vince, technically not 100%.
0: Right. Well, I mean, well, next, week's next week's wrong. Next week we're all.
1: Yeah, next week's well, this is well, last No,
0: week. I tell you what, Smackdown. SmackDown will be the first show that the McMahon's haven't touched. Yeah. Fully. 100. percent Well, I mean, there has to all be over it, obviously, but
1: he could get overpowered, but he's never been able to be overpowered before. This would be the first time somebody's say, No, we're not doing that this time, Vince. You know.
0: Well, let's see if they do. Like I said, like you said, pretty much the way Dana runs the UFC, this and that. I think it's pretty much going to be the same situation. I just find it ironic. Like when you knew we were talking to structure of power. You got Ari at the top, and I thought you would have had Dana and Vince at the same level, but apparently Vince is above him, from what I understand. Vince is
1: above Dana. Dana's just like, like basically like Triple H. He's just a, like a president, in charge of creative. You know, he's he can make the matches, but if the bosses don't like it. That ain't happening.
0: All right, um, I'm not to put you on the spot, but maybe our listeners can let us know either. So, who is the Vince McMahon of UFC?
1: Ari Ari Emanuel.
0: Oh, so he's just taking the ring. So it's not one of the Fortina brothers or anything like that. No, Fortuna sold
1: there. it all to him. Yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah, but like right, I said, right. he sits back and lets Dana do a thing. He doesn't. Dana says he doesn't get involved. You know, there's certain like they'll make some business decisions as far as like the matchmaking. That's all Dana, right? But like, yeah, yeah. like you said, technically he could squash whatever he doesn't like.
0: But he's a hands-off you owner. You know what I mean? Well, he's a hands-off owner, but I think it's going to be interesting now, now that the mergers through TV deals are coming up. Mm-hmm. So where does everything go? Yeah, now Dana White question.
1: keeps saying that he wants Brock Lesnar at UFC 300. He's been on 100, he was on 200, and he just said the other day, "Look at how good he looks. He can still do it." I don't think it will happen, but Dana wants him to come up for UFC 300.
0: You know, it's realistic. It'd be this April, wouldn't it? 300. What's that? I mean, April. It would probably be this April yeah, I think or it's over May. There. Yeah. Right. So I don't know. Is that the card that's going to be headlined by Zucker? Zuckerberg and uh, Musk. No, Musk.
1: Zuckerberg doesn't want to do the fight no more. Huh? Zuckerberg does not want to fight anymore. Why? Because Elon wants. Well, first of all, I don't know they could do it in North America because Elon's a lot heavier than him. Second of all, Elon wants to do it in in like a Roman Colosseum, and Zuckerberg's like, no, this is getting. I don't want to do that kind of spectacle. That's kind of where it's at. So, I don't know.
0: Zuckerberg fears Musk.
1: The George, George Saint Pierre's Musk is a super strong man. He's, he's way bigger than Zuckerman's like what, 160 pounds, 170s a little. And nasty.
0: he's got a judo, a pretty strong judo background as well, right? I mean, who? Uh, Elon.
1: Oh yeah, people think Elon's not training. I mean, we don't know what this guy is. He's so smart and secretive. So on the,
0: it's the other hand, on the yet. other side, the other guy's got jiu-jitsu in his pocket.
1: Yeah.
0: Conor McGregor just got his black belt in jiu-jitsu. Yeah,
1: I've seen that. Yeah,
0: interesting. Said he's going to fight again, so we'll see. See Well, I hope so, man. He's a bit more complete. Let's see what kind of run he has, right? I think they kind of need him now, considering what happened this past weekend. Did you watch any of that this past weekend? I I watched the main event, yeah. Crazy, crazy. All right, brother man, we are a wrestling show, not an MMA show. So anything today for top five?
1: I do. I want to hear your top five Canadian wrestlers of all time.
0: Top five Canadian wrestlers of all time, Mm -hmm. all time, all time. All right, Uh, Bret Hart number one, Edge number two. Um,
1: it's tough. We don't have a lot. It's not easy. I'm thinking about myself.
0: This is a tough list. I mean, I could go off the list and start shouting out to indie wrestlers, I guess. But um, we will keep it.
1: Keep it. No, no, no.
0: Uh, okay. storm, Chris Jericho.
1: You count Jericho was born in New York,
0: right? Sorry?
1: Jericho's born in New York, so I don't think you can
0: count him. Okay, so, okay, where are we? I have Bret Hart. Edge. Edge Storm. Ed Storm. Um, it's tough, man. I'm trying to think here, man. Um, you know what? I'll probably have to go with Kevin Owens. And uh, just for, for, for what he's been able to accomplish. And for Sami Zayn, to be honest, why? Because Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, and you've always made this point, they don't look like the guys that should be there.
1: No, they look like construction and landscapers. Right? But they're there. Yep.
0: And they're doing damage. And they've won championships. And the fans love them. So the fans do love them, yeah. And, and I put them on the list for this fact that, you know what? Or any guys and girls out there who don't think they have it or don't think that, you know, people are going to accept it, look at these two guys and you you can achieve anything.
1: What well, are the kind of guys that like, you don't have to be in shape? They don't have to have a body. These guys don't train. They don't train in mm-hmm. the gym. They don't take care of their body. So some guys don't respect that. But like you said, if you don't have the most best genetics, you can say, hey, I can be something. Look at these guys' body, right? So they're doing a good good service. I thought you were going to throw, throw Kenny Omega out there.
0: I was going to throw Kenny out there. Truthfully, if I had to replace anything, it'd be Lance Storm and Kenny.
1: Dude, it's a tough list. It's not, we don't have a lot
0: of... I look at Lance Storm just because, I mean...
1: I like Lance Storm myself. I just...
0: But... I, I like Lance Storm. I just like his personality. You know, and I mean, for me, what stands out was his no-nonsense type of character. Yeah. You know, that that was... I thought him. he also
1: might throw out Roddy Piper for... out there. Technically, he's Canadian too.
0: See, I always thought he was from Portland.
1: No, he's Canadian. I think he's one of the where
0: My was he career. from? I don't know. No, yeah, I know. I I totally forgot. I, it's so hard. I it's a
1: hard list. That's why it's I, It's on the spot, right?
0: Well, I mean, shit, I could have said Owen Hart. I could have said you know Dino Bravo. I could have said,
1: yeah,
0: um, Chelsea Green. If I really wanted to, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, mm-hmm. there's there's no shortage of Canadian wrestlers that have made their mark in WCW Earthquake. John earthquake, Tenta, yeah. right? I mean, for what I understand, as a kid growing up, his house was around the corner. I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, he grew up yes, right? new yeah.
0: So so I mean from, from that perspective, there you go. There's so many of them that we didn't even touch. Christian.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't put them in the top top five. But, but, that, but, but I'm he, just saying, right? Like, yeah, you got a few.
0: Right. I mean, so there, there's a lot there. I mean, I hell I throw in Vance Nevada.
1: Throw in Stu Hart too, I guess. Throw in he's Stu
0: a, Hart, right? I mean
1: <laughs> Yeah. No, <laughs> I it's tough list. I thought it myself, like, crap, it's not easy actually. Brad Hart mm-hmm. obviously jumps off the page, but after that it gets tricky. Edge, you know, it's a few guys, but Bret Hart is undoubtedly the you know number one for Canadian wrestling of all time. It's not
0: even close. Yeah, yeah, no, 100 percent It has to be it is. Right, there. You go. All right, Mr. Michaels. Why don't we wrap this puppy up? It was more of a tribute show to McMahon and the family and everything else like that. But hey man, yeah. I'm I'm excited for the future. I don't yeah. think we're gonna see drastic, massive changes no. to what we watch on a week-to-week basis, but I think we'll start to see some little things here and there as, as it starts to progress. But until that, that time, sense. man, why don't we just sit back, relax, and enjoy the shows. And Absolutely. let's see what SmackDown looks like here, man. I think the big next thing coming up for WWE are the TV contract. So let's keep our ears tuned to that. And Fastlane is coming up in October, but nothing has been announced yet. So uh, 7th, yeah, yeah, they got to start building up the show. It's getting close. So uh, it's- right, in terms of how much time they have left for for the TV. So let's see, maybe this Friday we'll start to see some things start to emerge and start to build. Until then, guys, I am Bobby Sampson. East Chance Michaels. And
1: in the words of the great ACDC, those that like, download, and subscribe to the podcast, we salute you.
0: We do salute you guys. So everyone, have a great, great rest of your week. Please be safe. And make sure to join us on Thursday for Sam and Chance Boxing. Have a great evening, everybody. Sapa Chats out.